back at it. Another live, another day, another live. Um, yeah, so as if the Wi-Fi gets glitchy in parts, it's a Cypriot Wi-Fi. Um, what I'm going to do as well is I'm going to convert all of these live streams into podcasts. So then you can basically listen to these wherever you get your podcast, whenever you're on the go. Um, because I appreciate some people uh, like to be able to like listen to this stuff like offline or whatever. But yeah, my podcast is already available anyway. Uh, Christian Casanova podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Just uh, type in Christian Casanova podcast. There's 132 episodes. Um, 94% of which are podcast exclusives. So I basically go deep on topics in the podcast, very much like this. This is kind of becoming the new podcast. But yeah, if you're a true Casanovian, a true OG, then you'll be you'll be well up to date with the podcast game. But yeah, they'll all be available. I'm going to do all that because I just think it's a cool thing to do. Um, so yeah, the title of this one is Girls Come Easy Once You Have This. And I'm going to use a comment from a Casanovian, Ben, to elucidate the points. Um, so yeah, girls come easy once you have this. So we're going to be talking uh, in this one about uh, beliefs, self-limiting beliefs, how you think about yourself, what factors go in to create better beliefs and yeah, that sort of stuff. So I want to kick this one off with um, an interesting comment, uh, not from Ben, but from another gentleman. Uh, so I received this comment one day ago. Now, I've told you boys before that Doing doing day game and YouTube simultaneously has made a man out of me, right? Because when I was putting myself online in the early days, I was getting comments on the regular from guys um, giving me a lot of sweet commentary, being like, oh, what's this guy doing? You look terrible. Why are you wasting these girls' time? Like, you shouldn't be going out and cold approaching, blah, blah, fucking blah. Um, so I'm used to the, the, the hinterland and the, and the frosty reception of online. And really, I've developed a bulletproof bravado now where it just doesn't bother me. But I, I found this comment to be interesting in the way that the, the conversation played out. So uh, this was a comment which I received on um, not the most recent video, the one before. It's called, This is your sign to go all in with women. So um, let me read this comment out to you. It's very short and uh, blunt to the point. Holy crap comma, what a freak, comma, you act, comma, speak, and look like a psychopath. So he wrote, holy crap, what a freak, you act, speak, and look like a psychopath. I responded, thanks for watching, brother. I truly wish you nothing but the best in this life, and I pray you find the joy that you seek. Red heart emoji. Now, I didn't, I didn't expect him to respond to this, right? Anyway, he responded, and he said, your reply was surprising me positively. Seems that like you are a good person. Sorry for the rude comment on your video, exclamation mark. Okay, seriously, for me, a bit too freaky, uh, brackets, right now in positive way. No idea what that means. But if a person is a good person, everybody should be free to do whatever he wants, exclamation mark. Sorry again, exclamation mark. After you've reading this comment, I will delete the whole comment, comma, only want to let you know, comma, before deleting, I wish you the best. So this comment, first of all, demonstrates a truly fucked up mindset of the internet where someone just comes along, sees some, and this is, this is what happens when you polarize people, right? If I, come on, if, if I come on to a video and tell people I'm the best in the world at daytime cold approach, if I wear a black blazer, I have a crazy hairstyle, people don't like it. Right, people are scared of anything which goes against the grain. All right, and this is why I say to you that day game is a decentralized skill set of the awake one percent. 
right? When you polarize, when you put your head above the parapet, when you have obnoxious belief and empire visions, when you have uh, irrational confidence and an inflated sense of self-worth, what often happens is people on the lower echelons of belief they get triggered by it. And the reason why they get triggered is because it holds a spotlight up to their inadequacies, right? It demonstrates that they're just these worker drones who are, you know, uh, maybe they might not even have a job, but, you know, they're, they're working their job, they're living paycheck to paycheck. They don't realize, they don't realize the potential they have as human beings. They don't realize that they can be living an international lifestyle. They don't realize that they don't have to be settling for what they think they can get. They can actually go after what for what they want. They're, you know, they're struggling for money. They're chasing money. They don't even know what money is. They don't have a definition for money. They don't know what it is, but they're chasing it because they've been told that's what they need. And yeah, I just thought that this comment was interesting because it really does elucidate the self-limiting beliefs because that's what it is, right? Like when someone, like people, people who hate, hate themselves, right? People who hate, hate themselves. And like I say, I don't get offended by these comments, but I feel pity towards these people, right? I feel pity towards them because they're in an ecosystem which, which champions pessimistic thinking. And oh, as soon as they see somebody who has put in reps to improve themselves, as soon as they see somebody who is living a life beyond the beige, who's created this network, this, this beautiful ecosystem of inspiration and transformation, they get triggered by it because it elucidates their own shortcomings, right? So, yeah, it, it's it's just interesting. Um, this is this is the world that we live in, where it, it's it's a sin to love yourself. It's a sin to go after the things that you want. But yeah, you have to understand that you know if you ever get into the game of creating online content, like people who hate you, they just they hate you because they don't have the balls to do it themselves. And I actually think receiving hate is an indicator that you're on the right path because if everyone likes you it means you're not living it means you're hiding it means you're a perpetual people pleaser who's petrified of pissing people off and rocking the boat so yeah hate is an indicator that you're on the right path okay so yeah i thought i would kick off with that one because i just thought it was interesting um okay so let me get on to to ben's comment now thank you very much ben for taking the time to comment this um i responded to it saying this comment is so fucking good because I thought it really was. So, um, so he started off the comment with like he basically quoted something that I said uh, in the video: "Doing everything in my power on a daily basis to invest into the identity that I want to embody." Yeah. So this is this is the the energy that I want you to move with. Yeah. If you've been watching these live streams, and this is the energy that we're accumulating, doing everything in your power on a daily basis to invest into the identity that you want to embody, right? So if you want to be the most fuckable, attractive, charismatic version of yourself, how would that person operate? Well, he would probably say hello to people. He would probably approach girls and give them compliments. He'd probably have a, I want you, but I don't need you invitational energy, right? Like, like having your actions matching your ambitions. Um, so Ben goes on to say, it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. Necessary daily reminder. I'm just going to say that again so it actually sticks. It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. So this random fucker who comments hate on my videos, I'm not a, I'm not a solo case study. He'll just be going around dropping, um, dropping, dropping poise. That's a beautiful. He'll just be going around dropping poison 
into the like everywhere that he goes to everything's negative everything's pessimistic right you probably met these sort of people in your lives maybe it's friends or ex-friends or maybe family members as well like i find this with um especially the older generation of my family who they're addicted to the news and facebook social media oh have you seen what janet did last weekend or oh she thinks she she thinks she's some like you know like the, the small town gossip type of people. And look, look I, I have extreme views on family. Like I didn't choose to be born and I didn't choose my family. I don't like a lot of people in my family. Really, it's just me and my mum. That's the only, she's the most important person in my life. And I would do anything for that woman. But yeah, most of my family, quite honestly, didn't go fuck themselves because yeah, the, the, if, if you met them, you'd understand. Like I've shown, shown George a picture. One of my cousins, right? One of my cousins is is like severely overweight and he's got a six pack tattooed onto his torso like a six pack of like like a can like a six pack of like lager it's anyway dumb but anyway ben continued many truths in this video too many to comment on now this is the point of the live stream so listen for me the thing i've noticed that affects my confidence level and desire to approach or socialize is the extent to which I'm passionately pursuing a worthy ideal in life. To me, that is fundamental in shaping my sense of self and thus self-confidence. So he's noticed that his confidence level and desire to socialize is directly linked to how passionate he's feeling. Like, is he living a life where he's following his bliss and living true to his worthy ideals, right? Getting social reps is necessary and definitely a form of exposure therapy for people with underdeveloped skills in this area. But if one isn't doing something with their life that is actively fulfilling outside of this, this meaning day game, cold approach, social dynamics, it may impede, that's a great word, it may impede their sense of enjoyment and success greatly while doing the reps. So basically what he's saying is, if you've got a shit life where you're working a job you hate in a city that you despise, if you don't feel filled in the macro, then the conversations that you have, the people that you're going to attract, they're going to suck as well because your life sucks, right? And this is why, like, this is why I fucking hate, like, old school pickup advice or anyone who follows that bullshit dogma where it's like, oh, you know, bro, you can be broke. You can be sleeping on like a gravy or not gravy, like a uh, cum stain mattress in your mate's apartment. Like, you know, you can just be like living paycheck to paycheck or making no money. But, you know, you can still get girls Like I know this guy who like works at a gas station. He's broke. He don't, and, and, and he gets girls. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Like who wants that life? Right. You're thinking so short term right? This is not just about you. Yeah, it's a person that you're becoming and, and, and the father that you're going to be. What sort of life is that? If let's say you want to you wanna have a family and you're broke, you can't afford things, you can't afford to sustain a family. I think the average child costs a, uh, costs a family over the course of their lifetime um, a quarter of a million dollars, right? Like you owe it to the people that you love to become wealthy, to become successful, right? It's not just about you. Like, just stop being such a selfish prick. Yeah, oh, you know, I'm just gonna like bum around until I'm 50, just like getting through loads of girls. It's like, yeah, those girls might want you for a night, but you're not you're not developing anything meaningful with these with these women. And like I know so many guys, right? I know so many guys 
who live that lifestyle, where it's like this, this rock star lifestyle that they try and portray is cool, but they are empty, they are dead inside. Why? Because like Ben says, they don't actually have anything to live for, right? They're not pursuing anything, wor anything worthy. And like, you know, all that shit just gets old so quickly. Um, I like to think we're all mature, um, radically ambitious people who follow this content. It's like, we need more than this, right? Like, it, we, we need more. So anyway, um, blah, 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 blah. But so, for example, now he's talking. He's talking about me now. For example, you have created a business slash lifestyle. I see it the same thing that appears to meet at least the following needs: personal growth, contribution, variety, significance, connection. So basically, he's saying that the life that I'm living now ticks these boxes: personal growth, contribution, contribution, variety, significance, and connection. Now. <clears throat> The, the the question, well, let's just say it's a question. If you were still working your literally shitty job, I used to clean toilets, right? So he says, if you were still working your literally shitty job, cleaning interactions would differ. Just some thoughts. Keep up content people need to need people need to consume. So this is the bit that we're going to attack, not attack, but like like just like gut, like dissect. So let, let's frame it as a question, Christian. If you were still working your shitty job cleaning toilets, how do you think this would affect your confidence and ability to interact with women? Like, how, how do you think that would play out? Massively. Massively, it would affect it. I wouldn't be the man that I am today if I, if I hadn't built and I'm building what I'm building. Like, people want to talk about abundance. Yeah, everyone wants to talk about abundance. I talk about abundance. Having an abundance mindset. Living in abundance isn't just having an abundance of women. It's having an abundance of everything. Yeah, it's finding fulfillment in many things so that when you are going out there to meet girls, women are not your only source of pleasure. So like, for example, if I go out and I get blown out 10 times in a row, but I know that I've got things to look forward to, right? Oh, I get blown out. Well, I'm going to be making a video. I'm going to be checking in with my guys. I'm going to be taking group coaching calls. I'm going to be traveling to Thailand and then Argentina. I've got a gym workout. I'm going to FaceTime my mum. Um, what else do I look forward to? I'm going to go for a walk later, whatever. Like when you have a holistic lifestyle where you're finding fulfillment in many things, then it's never just one thing. And the, that small thing, it doesn't shake me the same, right? So really to answer your question, it's all about that. It's all about the mission, right? It's all about the lifestyle. It's all about who you are. Now, I think an, an an interesting uh, train of thought, which has just come into my mind, is like, like, can you can you feel as though you're enough without acquiring things? Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, like, can I be enough for myself if I hadn't have done any of this stuff? For me, the answer is no. Yeah, like for me, self worth is a state which is earned. Yeah, like I, I can't resonate with any of these like spiritual people who are just like, you know, like Eckhart Tolle talks about like being content, sat on a park bench doing nothing all day. Like that's not cool. Like that is not cool. Like it's all right for you to be blissed out your face. But what about if you've got kids? What about if you've got a family? What if you've got an army to lead? Like you're not just going to bum around on park benches being so blissed out. Like it's like, oh, I'm enlightened now. Like self-worth for me is a state that we earn. 
Peace is a state that we earn. We earn it through doing difficult things by proving to ourselves that we can do the things that we set out to do because ultimately it gives us proof of work, right? It's proof of work. Like evidence has got the loudest voice. So when I'm when I'm going over to, to girls now, there is not a single part of me which thinks I'm not good enough. Why? Because I've got proof of work behind me. Like I've done something that 99% of, of people are never going to do in their lives. Like, I have built a business from daytime cold approach. I have become the best, the best in the world at the skill. And again, if you get triggered by me saying that I'm the best, then that is directly correlating to your own insecurities. Why would you not? Why would you start anything without being prepared to become the best. The reason why people are not prepared to go to be the best is because they think they can't do it. So they'll just settle to be like above average because if you actually shoot to be the best and in your mind it's like, oh, I've got more to lose now. But it's like, I'm the best because I've said I'm the best. I'm the best because I've decided. Like, what's stopping you from having these mindsets? Like, imagine if someone like, like, uh, like jabbed you right now with this like special sauce they, they termed it, like they gave it like a really fancy name, like this is like blah, 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 blah. And they had enthusiasm about the thing that they were injecting you with. They gave it a fancy name and they said, right, once you, once you have this running through your veins, you are going to be brainwashed into believing that you are the most fuckable man on the planet who can achieve anything he sets his mind to, right? This is the power of thinking big. But most people, like this guy, that, that this first guy that commented, they just live in this perpetual peasant mentality where they don't go after what they want. They settle for what they think that they can get. So really girls come easy when you start to think bigger. That's it, right? When your actions match your ambitions, when you are the person who you want to be, it's, that is the power of belief. And there's going to be so, so much resistance to what I'm saying because people are scared to try. And people are scared to polarize and people are scared to put their head above the parapet, right? They're terrified. Oh, no, I can't say I'm the best because then people might attack me or tell me I'm wrong or try and shoot me down. It's like, let the people throw the fucking stones. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter, right? Like if if you say things which offend people because it's your if your grandiosity offends people, that's their problem. Right? It's not your problem. Like That's what I want. After you've listened to this live stream, I want you to believe that you are the greatest thing. Right, You are the most... Actually, what I'm going to do... Whew, it makes me feel a little bit... Right, what I'm going to do... So last night, I was, um, I, was listening, I was listening to this song. doesn't really have anything to do with it, but I'm trying to set the scene. Uh, it's, it's by a, a guy called Fora. It's called To The Moon. It's a really like, vibey vibey song you can listen to it after we've done this live stream for to the moon it just made me feel a certain way and i just had a conversation with a couple of my clients throughout the day i was feeling good you know i was on this like this like this like what whatever wave like this creative flow so what i decided to do at um 13 minutes past seven last night was write down my new renaissance vision now this <laughs> This is going to trigger a lot of people. I wasn't actually planning on reading this out, but I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make I'm going to make it public because I hope that by me reading this out to you, it inspires you to think bigger. I've always been someone who leads by doing, 
right? I'm not another talking head guru online who makes 200 videos about how to approach girls, but all the videos are created in the fucking bedroom. It's like, get out of my face, right? So like evidence has got the loudest voice. I lead by example, I lead by doing. And one of my personal mantras is dive bomb into discomfort. Yeah, dive bomb into discomfort, make myself feel as violently uncomfortable as possible because this is the way that I believe um, God designed me to be this way. Yeah, not to be some low-level, low-ticket, um, pointless worker who's flipping some fucking patties. You know, like I was designed for more than that. I hope that you believe that you were as well. So I'm going to read you out my Renaissance vision um, and... I hope that you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, Renaissance vision is basically like your ideal version of reality. Because if you don't know who you want to become, then you're not going to become it, right? You need the roadmap. You need the blueprint. You need the knowledge about where you're going so you know how to get there, right? It's like trying to find somewhere without having a map. It's like you've got no chance. You're just shooting in the dark. So you need a, a target to aim for. Um, and your, your vision should scare you as well. It should terrify you. It should make you... It should make you want to delete everything you've written because you think, can I actually achieve that? So, yeah, give this video a like. I'm going to be ultra, ultra transparent with you. Um, if anybody doesn't like this, then you can kindly fuck off. Um, okay, so the, the statement is a seven-figure entrepreneur who makes £100,000 per month. Christian does this by being the best in the world at daytime cold approach, creating the best cold approach content industry has ever seen, and being motivated by the desire to change people's fucking lives more than they could ever imagine. So focusing on impact over revenue. After working with Christian, his clients have dates on demand, live in a perpetual state of romantic abundance, and get the women they want rather than settling for the ones they think they can get. Simply by being connected with Christian, Christian's clients make more money than they've ever made in their lives, have more high quality romantic options than they know what to do with, and are no longer held back by the self-limiting beliefs and negative self-talk they battle with for most of their lives. Christian buys his mum whatever she wants and flies her first wherever she wants to go. That's actually my, that's my favourite part of the whole thing. Like, that, that's the reason why I'm doing all of this. Like, it's, 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 it's to make her proud because she she's done so much for me and fuck it i'm gonna get emotional i want to like that woman has been with me through so much stuff so much stuff and even when she's not always agreed with things that i've done or ventures which i've pursued like she's she's always supported me and you know i said that i wasn't really close with many people the majority of those fuckers in my family but with, with my mum, like, she, she, she's, she's, a re, she's a reason why I'm, I'm doing everything. So, yeah, that, that's, the most, that's the most important part of the, this whole thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I so, <laughs> said that I wasn't planning on reading this. Um, <clears throat> whew, okay. Christian fears nothing and achieves anything he sets his mind to. Money comes easy to Christian, and to him, closing high-ticket deals feels as easy as taking a piss. <laughs> Sounds more Casanovian. Uh, Christian is in elite physical condition and has perfect health. Christian gets messages on the regular from his clients telling, telling him how much he's changed their lives and has recently attended his first client wedding. So I'm just, this is what my ideal reality looks like, attending my first client wedding. George, if you're listening to this, <laughs> get my invite ready. Um... Christian has amassed a global cult following of radically ambitious men who refer to themselves as Renaissance warriors. Love that. 
Rather than selling one-off single day sessions or weekend boot camps, brackets, bullshit, Christian's coaching functions as, a, as an elite private members club for high achieving, busy city workers who have millions in the bank but suck with women. Money is no object to, to the guys Christian works with. Christian charges £50,000 per year and his clients renew 10 years into the future. Like, bro, this is what I'm talking about. Empire visions, right? My self-limiting beliefs are like, there's no way anyone would ever pay you this much money. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, little boy inside. Watch me do it, yeah? This is what I'm talking about. If your dreams don't scare you, your dreams are not big enough. If the person you want to become does not terrify you, then you're not, you don't have, you're, you're, you're literally playing it so small, yeah? And it's like, okay, who do I need to become? to get to that next level. Christian is extremely selective about who he works with and says no to more people than he says yes to. Christian, <laughs> Christian is a genius. I don't remember writing that. It sounds like something I'd write though. Christian is a genius. Christian is, now being Christian is now being invited to appear on world-renowned podcasts such as Joe Rogan and Modern Wisdom, as well, as well as getting paid £50,000 to speak for 30 minutes at live events all over the world. I'm just, bro, I'm saying this shit, I'm just getting chilled, chills, I'm just imagining myself sat across from Joe Rogan, sat across from Chris Williamson, like having the email pop up in my Gmail, be, <laughs> having the email pop up in my Gmail, being like, yeah, Christian, we've seen your stuff, like, uh, we want to pay you 50k to come out to Dubai to do a, a presentation on uh, confidence and self-limiting beliefs and, you know, that sort of shit. <laughs> Christian's DMs are now flooded with, with Victoria's Secret models, actresses and celebrities who are desperate to be with him. That was more colourful language, but <laughs> I'll keep it clean. Um, Christian's the best to have ever done it. Christian is the chosen one. The world loves Christian. So that's my Renaissance vision, bro. Now show me yours. Um, yeah. Like, I think... That's probably one of the one of the most powerful pieces of art I've ever created in my fucking life. Not not just that, but like like just being able to actually read it out to you. Like that that is so powerful. I I I feel so I feel so powerful being able to just share this with you because there was a, a former version of me which which wouldn't have wanted to share it. You know, I'm I'm an only child. I was brought up in a single parent household in the Lake District, and it was always just like, eh, you know, crawl up in my little hamster ball. But like, this is what I want you to do. I want you to create and draft up your own Renaissance vision. Yeah, because it it all begins here, right? It's not about chasing accomplishments, but chasing an identity, investing into that identity that you want to embody, which is how. Ben's um, comment started where it was <clears throat> investing into the identity that we want to embody, yeah? So what would the millionaire version of me do? Like, where would he travel? How would he treat people? What would he eat? You know, I position myself to travel. How would he treat people? What would he eat? You know, I position myself in the best restaurants. I want to make a podcast. Um, I'll do a live stream. So, something that you probably don't know about me. Um, for a long time, I've wanted to stay in a... It's, it's a hotel in London. It's called the Dorchester. People who are close to me know about the, the Dorchester vision that I had. So, basically, like, when I, when I started um, doing the whole, like, filming, cold approach on YouTube... Um, I saw this documentary online. It was about this fancy five-star hotel in London called the Dorchester. And at this time, like, this was when I had £24.82 in universal credit. I thought that 
you know, I, I would have thought it was ludicrous to spend that amount of money for like one night in a hotel because this is how much of, of this is how like suffocating scarcity I was. Like I was always scared to spend money because my mindset is if I spend this, then I won't be able to make it back. Yeah, abundance is not always having, but knowing you can have, right? So like I saw this this hotel, but it was probably the, the marketing of the documentary it just made it out to be like, you know, cool and stuff. And it just, it just got crystallized in my mind. I was just like sat there thinking, imagine if I stayed there. Like just, just yeah, staying at the Dorchester. And like most people would think that staying at the Dorchester is a waste of money. This guy entered me and deciding, if I stay at the Dorchester, what that says to God, says to the universe, that, what, what that says to myself is, I deserve this. And by positioning myself in that environment, the way I will get trepped by the staff, it, it, it accelerates my movement into the upper echelons, right? Because this is, what, this is what that version of me would do, right? The Christian who's making £100,000 a month, that's where he's staying, bro. He's staying at the fucking Dorchester. He's not staying at Easy Hotel or Motel 1 in Manchester. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I, I call this like, do, like Dorchester Visions, which is just basically, it's, it's a call to action to myself to always be thinking bigger. And I think this is what's beautiful. This is almost like the next phase of this channel, right? Like I've, I've become the best in the world daytime cult approach. I've said it because that's that's like, I, I am it because that's what I've said. That like, That's the energy that I move with. Like, why would I bar the intention? Like, I'm good at cold approach. Fuck off. Like, what's that going to do? Like, you might say Dorchester if you're just good, right? So, yeah, no, I just, I like, I just like this. This is just like emotional bravery, like transparent vulnerability by me just being able to just like lay everything out on the line. And like, I can feel it as well. I can feel it just making me a better person, like showing up every day to this live stream. I'm like, you know, uh, Picasso turning up every day to like just create his art. Like, yeah, Picasso, absolute legend. Like, true inspiration but like that sort of shit do you know what i mean just like yeah what would that version of me do and then acting as if yeah praying as if it's already been done as a man think of so is he yeah and it's like henry ford said um whether you think you're right or you're wrong you're right either way some shit like that um it's the power of belief yeah like actually believing in your own greatness because it's like why are we why are we so conditioned to play it small do you know what I mean? Like, why, why are we playing it so small? Like, what, what, what good does that do? And then you realize it's because you don't think that you deserve it. There's a part of you that's been conditioned to play it small. Like, maybe, I remember I was brought up and I, I'd been conditioned to believe that I was bad at math, right? So when I was like seven years old, I got a bad score in my math exam and I got christened as being bad at math. Like, imagine saying that to a seven-year-old kid. You're bad at math because you got the lowest score in this class. And I went through life thinking I was bad at math. Or when I was younger, my family would always <clears throat> introduce me to new people as, oh, Christian shy, Christian's quiet, Christian's not good with new people. And I was soaking up all of this shit, right? I, that, like, I was soaking that energy up. Like, so... Point being, your environment's everything, that the people that you're surrounding yourself with on a daily basis and the information you are ingesting about yourself, it all, it all, it all, it all shapes your character. Yeah. So 
asking yourself, what do I believe to be true about myself that isn't? Because I guarantee there's so many beliefs you currently hold about yourself, which are castrating you of your confidence. So live stream, I want you to write up your own renaissance vision. Yeah. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? And what actions do you need to take to actually get there? How do you need to change the way that you think, you talk, you act, change the way that you dress, how you decide to spend money, how you uh, invest money into experiences and people and networks? Like all of this stuff is, is creating that identity that we want. Um, well, how long have been going on for? 32 minutes. Yeah, cool. I think I'm going to leave it there because I appreciate these live streams can be long. And I know you've probably got quite a few of them to catch up with, but. Yeah, this one's been really good. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, like I say, if you go onto Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, just type in Christian Casanova podcast, and I'm going to start putting these onto the podcast platform. So you can just listen to them whenever you're on the go, uh, whether you're on your commute to work or at the gym, or maybe as you're going around today game, you might just be, you know, I might just be coming into your ear. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got... Big, 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 big empire vision for this year, man. I think that's the thing that I want to leave on, actually. Like, if you're not waking up every day with this desire to just penetrate the fucking world, to conquer, like, if you're not waking up every day being like, okay, like, how can I become the millionaire version of myself today? Like, if you're not having conversations with your friends talking about, okay, how can we become millionaires? How can we create such obscene value in the world that people just want to pay us? Like, if you're not having these conversations with people on the regular, if your conversations of you're just talking to, to, to Jane near the coffee machine about how fucked up you got on Saturday, like, there's no wonder why you're failing in every avenue in life. Like, it's not just day game, it's life game right? If you want to get results, girls come easy once you've got this shit figured out. Girls come easy once you know who you are. Girls come easy when you're living a lifestyle which excites you. Girls come easy when you have a lifestyle which they are desperate to be part of, right? Girls come easy when you make life difficult. That's, that's, that's it. It's, it's when you make life difficult, when you have empire visions, when you want to become all you can be, and you're on a trajectory that no matter what, I'm going to achieve this. And when you've got a strong enough why that you can stomach anyhow, no one can stop you, right? No one can stop you. Tell yourself. Tell yourself that. No one can stop me. I fear nothing. Success comes easy to me. I can achieve anything that I set my mind to. Tell yourself that you're special. Tell yourself that you're the chosen one. Tell yourself that the world is the world is yours. The world is yours. Yeah. So yeah, bro, this, this is what it's at. Like, like getting girls, like, you know, it's not about just going out and approaching. You have to change who you are at your very core, because if you were already that person, you'd already have the things that you wanted. So your dating life, financial life, um, social life, if all those things suck right now, it's because you are not currently the person that you need to be. So write down, your renaissance vision. Look at it every single day. Read it three times a day. Uh, breakfast, dinner, lunch. Forget about eating food. You don't need it. It's breakfast, dinner, lunch. It's your renaissance vision. Um, record it. Like, like speak it out to yourself. I'm going to do this now. I've just thought of it. Um, speak it. Like, like record it. And then you can listen it, Listen like whilst you're on the move. Remember to speak about yourself in the third person so it sounds as though someone else is saying it. So rather than hearing someone else be like, oh, Christian is bad with people, you're just hearing like, Christian is the most fuckable man on the planet. Christian said, achieved anything he sets his mind to. Fucking dogs are barking. <laughs> they're running a renaissance vision today. Um, but yeah, look, girls come easy once you have 
everything that I've just said, right? Everything that I've just said, girls will come easy, right? It's, it's life game. It's becoming all you can be so you can achieve everything that you want, right? Like this stream, like this live stream, like this live stream. Otherwise, I'm going to bash you on the head with this fucking bottle, bro. <laughs> uh, one of those like classic scenes, right? It's like, uh, ah! <laughs> you know, it's like, glad it don't fucking matter. What are you fucking funny? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like the live stream. Um, go over to Christine Casanova on wherever you get your podcast. You can actually listen to these when you're on the go. Um, but yeah, guess what we're going to do tomorrow? Exactly the same fucking thing, bro. <laughs> exactly the same thing. So yeah, love you. Um, speak to you tomorrow. To glory we go.